Hashtag MSW coming through live from KwaZulu-Natal, coming through live from Etiguna Kakasini, coming through live from such a beautiful port, man. Hey, Durban, what you have, I think at times you don't even realize. What do you have at times I don't think you even appreciate. But here we are today. And uh, queen of consistency, as they call her. Um, I'll tell you her name in just a second. Now, you know the tricky part of this industry is, I mean, we are... In trying to remain relevant and most importantly consistent even during a whole lot of changing seasons and this is an incredibly hard-working lady has managed to stay on top of her game a game changer of note and she certainly pioneered uh, sport marketing as well as sponsorship in a way that very few people have been able to do so who am i talking about an incredibly rich career i mean it spans over probably two decades probably plus 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 now <laughs> Give her the concept, she'll run with it. And in ways that you never ever imagined. And though she's had plenty of, you know, those moments that they call like pinch me. Pinch me now, is this for real? She's had a lot of those. And I'm certain that just as incredibly successful careers, she's had failures, uh, also very tough to get up from bad days. And she'll tell us all about these, though the highs, the lows, the goods, the bad. But a very good human being, that much I can guarantee you. And one hell of a powerhouse, Emmy Casaletti Boilia uh, joins us right here to chat to us. And please, questions, comments, send us your WhatsApp voice notes. She is Optimize CEO. But that's as far as I can go because the list is long. Emmy, good to see you. Welcome to my kingdom. Thank you so much, Rob. It's so good to be here. Good to be with you. Good to chat. Like-minded. Love you. Thank you so much, man. Just tell me, before we get into anything sporting-related, this feeling, this that you see, this is, this, is, this is South Africa. This is what we are about. This is what maybe at times we don't celebrate a lot of. Maybe sometimes people might think I'm even lying. But when you look around, what goes through your mind? What can you describe to people that are having a bit of a mind's eye here? Rob, this is a beautiful site. It's absolutely diverse, different people having fun, everyone getting along with each other on this magnificent vessel of MSC, it's, which is second to none. We're taken aback by the beauty of this vessel. Um, the city as well? The city, unbelievable. We're staying at the water, we're staying on the... On the beachfront. On the beachfront, and it's so beautiful. Really, we're impressed with Durban. I haven't been here for a year now. We were here for the annual lecture, and... Uh, it's looking so good, really. Now, it's always difficult to, to track your career, but very direct, very straightforward question is your love, your desire for sports. And I know that you've tried through the years to teach me a little bit of Italian, but I cannot <laughs> speak Italian until today. But that aside, you cannot have Italian blood and not love football and not love sport. Would you say that that is where that journey began for you? Definitely. Definitely started from being Italian, loving sport, being uh, one of two girls in a family of five boys, uh, two tomboys, my sister and I, uh, loving football, uh, soccer coach. My dad was a coach in Argentina. So we, we grew up with football in our blood. And, and just having that, though, what are some of the earlier memories of how beautiful a game football is? And him being a coach and inspiring so many people whose lives almost hinged on what it is that he could bring in terms of changing their value chain and their value systems. 
Well, besides uh, watching football on TV at, every, at any occasion, we were very lucky to go to the World Cup in Italy, two World Cups with my dad, who's a big Argentina supporter wow. and uh, loved uh, Maradona and uh, was very, very passionate. And um, I think that rubbed off. We're very lucky to have that kind of uh, system, you know, with uh, our father being so uh, you know, in love with football. But how then did he realize or you realize that it has rubbed off? What did he expect from you? as a daughter i mean we'll talk about viv she's here as well um because both of you almost follow the same kind of footprint and footsteps but when, when did you realize that the sports thing whatever it was at the time you can't define it now but it was something to do with sport when did that trigger i think it triggered uh, back in the early 80s when we decided as a business venture, as a family, to bring in the, the brand name Sergio Takini and then later Kappa. And um, we realized very, very quickly that uh, that was our path. Sport, because, you know, albeit an apparel brand, a clothing brand, um, we wouldn't be in, they wouldn't have gotten anywhere without football. Football was the route to market, and, and I say this every single day. Yeah. Sport is a route to market for any brand. And, uh, and it was then that we realized. We also realized that my dad had an impact when we chose different clubs to him. He got so upset. My dad was a Napoli supporter. I, to, I chose Juventus, Vivi chose Inter, and that was the end of a very, <laughs> very good friendship. <laughs> but isn't that also just the beginning of um, what you call a, a healthy rivalry within the family? Because you can't all be supporting one thing you can't all be looking at things the same way there's got to be a time and a place where there is disagreement where things aren't going yeah, the way yeah but i mean he was he was very biased because of maradona but it's funny how in south africa you have almost hereditary support yeah chief's family pirates family or one or the other in the same family in our family every single person supports different clubs it's crazy <laughs> you talk about kappa but um we, we almost got to know and learn about Kappa uh, in, in one of the biggest brands that you got to be affiliated with, which was Kaiser Chiefs. Yes. And uh, Kappa was then synonymous with success, and that success was what Kaiser Chiefs brought. Tell me about the early days, the negotiations to try and get this Kaiser Chiefs and this brand called Kappa to then have a marriage. Okay, but before Kaiser Chiefs, yeah. don't forget, we signed with Mamelodi Sundance in 1983 yeah. with, with Zola Mahobe. So, so Zola, I mean, uh, Zola was a client of ours at the yeah. Kappa shop in Santon. And he came to us, uh, you know, got a small team, helped, because that was the Pretoria base. It wasn't the Sundowns we know today. And we took a chance with, uh, with Zola and with Mamelodi Sundowns and sponsored them. And all of a sudden, we changed the game because yeah. all of a sudden, off the field of play, Sundowns were in chinos, polo shirts, jackets. So Smart. it became a lifestyle. It, it wasn't just about life. what you wear on absolutely. the field. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it was through this, this, the way Sundowns looked that we were able to go to Kaiser and say, look, you know, Chiefs were with Puma at the time. Took a lot of convincing yeah. to Kaiser because he didn't really want to change. He was happy with Puma. But then eventually in 1988, we managed to convince Kaiser to switch over. And, yeah. uh, and I mean, Kaiser Chiefs changed overnight the way they looked. The glamour was brought to life. But, but in, it was supposed to be the glamour team, but they yeah. were then obviously being overshadowed at the stage by Sundowns, their success, Correct. because Zola Mahabe, the late, what he brought was, um, it was 
that enigma, but that enigma coupled uh, with the sense of wanting to achieve, wanting to achieve, coupled with glamour, glamour coupled with, with the big bugs. I mean, we all know about the UK trip that took the players, the family, the girlfriends, the wives, everybody there. And all in the making an aspirational brand. Yeah. And I mean, that's key because with the off the field, you know, and I always say this, success on the field is so important. However, success off the field is just as important. And that's what Zola managed to do in, by whatever means. The balance. He managed to, uh, to, to get that success off the field because the manager team looks good. They look successful. So with Chiefs, and you know, those are the days when we had Mashwabana shorts, the shiny shorts, the shiny shirts, and they just looked... In fact, I was speaking to my friend Squealy Gumede. Yes, I know Squealy very well. The Amazulu legend and, and, and marketer as and well. And Squealy used to play for Amazulu. Yes. And Squealy said to me that when, when the team used to come onto the field through the tunnel, they had already lost because Kaiser Chiefs looked so good that Amazulu felt... A little yeah. small. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's almost like what the Nigerian Super Eagles were saying when they would see a, a, a Daniel Mudao down the tunnel and they would see, uh, you know, so many of the little tiny players that we had at the time. And they'd say, hello, hello, are you, uh, you, ball boy, you ball boy? And then they were just trying to intimidate them because of their stature. And, and that's the beauty of it. All right, don't, don't miss out, though. It's, it's an extraordinary journey and the conversation that we're having here tonight uh, coming through from Durban, KwaZulu-Natal, KZN, Eteguine, Kakasini. Guys, you know what? Um, sure. Um, I'm in awe. You know when you're in awe of a place that you call home, but maybe you haven't explored enough of for yourself to realize that we have more than we could ever accomplish and i think sometimes we just need to go back to factory settings reshape our minds our thought patterns and one of the people that have done that is the lady that i'm chatting to emmy casaletti boilia my guest tonight right here on hashtag msw any questions any thoughts that you have kindly kindly send us your whatsapp voice notes questions and comments hashtag msw what is football going to try and do to eradicate it? I think the most easiest thing, Rob, as we know, that uh, mostly this thing comes from uh, the spectators in most cases. The club needs to be sanctioned in some sort. Hashtag MSW. Hashtag MSW. Hashtag MSW, 25 minutes after the hour, it is uh, Marawa Sports Worldwide Broadcasting Live. What do they say in Italian if you're on board the MSC Splendida? Just say that in the Italian for us. 
sono a bordo la nave splendida del Mediterranean Shipping Company. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Trust me, uh, my Italian's going to improve. You're live at 947, live on Vuma FM, Rise FM, and so it's in live. So wherever you're listening to us uh, across the country, the continent, and the world, I think this is where the world really does gather. Emi Casaletti Voilia is my guest, CEO of Optimize. We were just on a journey before the break where we were winding our way through this one entity called Kappa, international brand, but at the same time making its inroads into South Africa. We shifted to sundowns, we shifted to the mindset, the success, Zola Mahobe, the ambition and, and what he had. Do you think, and excuse the pun, you were able to optimize on the success of sundowns on and off the field as a brand of Kappa then? Definitely. Uh, def- you know, what you've got to remember, Rob, back in the 80s, um, the brand Kappa was a main sponsor of the American track and field team. Flojo, Edwin Moses, Carl Lewis. Imagine those names. They were, and she they, was a fashionista with the, that's right. with the half leggings. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They sponsored Roma, AC Milan, Juventus. They had all those sponsorships, but none of those sponsorships made had any impact on South Africa due to sanctions. We weren't seeing that on TV. So we needed to pull a rabbit out of the hat. And, uh, and our first foray into sponsorship was Sundowns. Sundowns was complicit in building this brand into the household brand that it became. Yeah. And it gave us that impetus. We became, uh, I mean, I don't know if you remember, Rob, I don't know how old you were, but the couple of stores used to have queues outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was the brand to wear. And then, by virtue of taking Chiefs on in 88, it just took us even higher by virtue of numbers. You but know? I think everything and anything, and, and I'm going back in terms of time, and you've just kind of planted a seed there. Anything that was branded Italian in those days yes. was seen as a class above. Yes. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the Kaiser Chiefs journey. We'll talk about even the, 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 the very stylish chairman of Kaiser Daung himself and all things Italian that he wore uh, kind of trickled down to everybody else. I mean, even brands now that people thought were Italian, but they are made here in Cape Town. Uh, <laughs> I won't even mention names, but they have a tinge of Italian. And people attach that to style. But how important was that? Because then it starts to become a mind game. It becomes about being an impressionist upon people. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, the, as you say, the Made in Italy brand was a very big brand, even with cars at the time. You know, Alfa Romeos and Fiat were, were big brand cars. And if you had an Alfa, you were, oh, you, you you were, were driving the car. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... and uh, uh, Made in Italy wasn't necessarily a technical performance brand. Yeah. You know, so so I think we, we did wonders as Kappa. When we took on Bafana Bafana in 1991, we, <laughs> we gave them Kappa shoes as well. Kappa never made shoes before. I mean... But you, you say it very flippantly because yeah. of the nature of person that you are. Yeah. <laughs> what year was that? 91? Yes. With Bafana Bafana? Yes. You can't just take over. That's a national team. Yeah. And... They needed themselves to be aspirational in some way or another. And that is why when anybody wears that old Bafana jersey with the kappa on it and that those images, 
people would want to pay anything top of 50,000 Rand for their jersey because it has become so synonymous with the success of what Mafana Bafana was about. Tell me how that happened. That would have been would have been the Sticks Morewa influence? Correct. And that was at the end. Don't forget, we were readmitted into FIFA 91. Yeah. So we started negotiating with Sticks in 1990. That's before Isabruri. So we were, so we were the first, first sponsor of, of the national team. Preempting. The, the inclusion into so Cameroon game at Kings Park just down the road from where we are correct I First mean those game. images you, you can never erase and and it wasn't just about on the field yeah they were they had suits they had uh, casual wear they had chinos they were dressed and and I do believe that a lot of the players success also depends on on psychology yeah. how you look it has a lot to do with how you perform there's no question in my mind that, that, that that's a factor so Bafana Bafana with all the success I mean it, it's, it's 96 it's AFCON victory at home it's also 1998 it's World Cup it's France it's the biggest stage it's the biggest qualification of that yeah all the politics with Clyde Barker aside but just again the association with it uh, the exposure that's come through playing France, you know, Thierry Henry scoring his first international goal against Bafana Bafana. I'm not going to talk about Pierre Issa and own goals, but this is world stage. This is South Africa. Yep. The readmitted babies into world football. What does it mean to Amy, the team, and everybody else? Look, I, I have to be honest. By by '98, um, I was very fortunate to be headhunted yeah. by Reebok. Reebok was readmitted into the country, and I left Kappa and joined Reebok. Immediately after that, I took Chiefs with me. I took Natal Sharks with me because don't forget '88. We also so when we were at Kappa, we realised that we had the black market. Uh, sewed up in, in terms of, of, of football. Yeah. But then we thought, no, let's, let's bring in a rugby property as well. Let's tie up the whole market. And we took on uh, Natal Sharks, which were a revelation to me. They were an unbelievable lot of guys. Uh, the likes of uh, 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 um, John Allen, Quibus, yes. uh, um, I can't remember some of the names, um, Cabos. Yeah. Uh, some of those players, uh, uh, Mark Atherton. I mean, those guys had played in Italy. They spoke Italian. They wore Gucci shoes. Yeah. You know, I was expecting to find a, a different caliber of rugby player, but I found down-to-earth guys speaking Zulu. Really, I, I was quite impressed. 1988. All embracing. And, and here we are again. I mean, 2023, we're back in KZN. We're back in the home uh, of the now what Hollywood Beds. Sharks have evolved. They've been playing away. CR games are very difficult. Difficult start. They got a home game this weekend. So it's almost nice to revisit, you know, where things started and journeys started. Now, you talk about journeys. Am I wrong in saying 50 plus countries that you have managed to touch base on all in a sporting journey? Correct. Correct. What's that been like, though? Because I can't imagine how many passports you've gone through. I've got to tell you, that was a, the most amazing opportunity for me. It, it came to a point where FIFA would write an email to say, are you available on this weekend to go to Bhutan, for example? Yeah. I had to Google. I mean, I've never heard of it. I had Just never heard of Bhutan in my life. Uh, 350,000 people live there up in the mountains by Nepal. And I said, for sure I'm available. So, But besides that, 
quite a few big countries. I've been to about 32 African countries, and then FIFA sent me to all over the place, Australia, New Zealand, St. Kitts and Nevis. Well, you've been to Myanmar, you've been to Cambodia. Correct. Jordan, Iran, Malawi, Tanzania, Liberia, yeah. uh, you name it. You've been to all of those countries, but you, you especially had so much praise. Um, I think the first time you made your foray um, into Myanmar, uh, you were full of praise uh, for the president who was there because at that stage, uh, the devastation of the cyclone was what everybody was talking about and there was nothing positive that was coming through. What about that country, that place, that moment, that time changed your mindset not only about the country but humanity and perception? Well, uh, Myanmar, I, I went to Myanmar three times. Yeah. The very first time it was a military junta. So my cell phone is confiscated, my laptop is confiscated. It was just military. You know, they invite you for dinner, you have to eat what you're given. You can't turn your nose up to yeah, that yeah, fish, yeah. that funny stuff. So that was the first time. I got there when all the clubs were owned by government. So there was an army club, a navy club. There was an a, a, um, electricity club. All the clubs were owned by government. And the president of M Myanmar, uh, Football Association, we sat down and we said, unless you professionalize these clubs and have people own them, this isn't going to work. Yeah. And I've got the newspaper articles. That the way that country turned around, they listened to me. The military juncture, yeah. uh, you know, let go a little bit. Things changed. And all of a sudden, Myanmar had a thriving league. Um, owned by commercial entities, owned by the bank, owned by... Uh, owned so by were then plowing the money back into the game? Plowing the money back into the game. They had uh, players that were getting paid, professional league. Yeah. And, and you can see now Myanmar is doing well as a country. And, you know, and then the president, I mean, he had a, a wonderful name. Zhao Zhao. Zhao Yes, he was fantastic. <laughs> fantastic president. And he was, a, he was a very wealthy man himself and wanted the best for, for football and managed to convince the generals of the military junta to change. All right, um, Emmy Casaletti Bolia is my guest tonight at hashtag MSW Marawa Sports Worldwide. Uh, your emails, yeah, I see someone sent me emails. I don't even know if they, they still do that. So I'm seeing an email about you. I'll read that in a second. Uh, but I do encourage everybody to send us your WhatsApp voice notes on 060-708-0484. 060-708-0484. Let's hear the Lebron, first one. You're talking to a marketing uh, extraordinaire, a brand guru. I will never forget the role that you played uh, in my team, Kaiser Chiefs, uh, because uh, you were one of the people who I believe uh, played a significant role in rebuilding and repositioning uh, the brand of Kaiser Chief to be where it is today. And I just want to find out from you, do you think clubs are doing enough in terms of brand positioning and creating that visibility and profiling their teams uh, in the manner that you guys used to do in the past? I just want to hear your views around that. Teboko, thank you so much indeed. Wow. I mean, that's a, that's a mouthful, but also due praise to you. And he talks about, obviously, your time and what you did at Kaiser Chiefs. Obviously, I was reserving that. So I'm not the one throwing that first question. Maybe you want to respond to Teboko. Thank you for that question, Teboko. Thanks for the praise. I want to say, um, I, I, I feel sorry that, that clubs are not using players as much as we used to. Players yeah. as almost sub-brands of the main brand. I think there's a lot of restrictions and social media and the likes, which, which is sad to me because um, you want to be in a position where you hold up a team uh, poster of your club and 
and the supporter can name every single player. Yeah. I think yeah. those days have gone. Even Bafana. Yeah, look at Bafana with all due respect. It's difficult to know each and every player. Not because a player doesn't play well, but because a player hasn't been marketed. Yeah. I think it's important to, to, to expose... I mean, we had different mediums at Chiefs. We had the magazine, yeah, but now there's social media. You know, you can expose each player, do a profile on them, give them a voice, and, and elevate them to brand status. Yeah. Now, and, yeah. sorry to cut in. I just want to squeeze this question in before we take a, a break. Um, and I'm seeing this a lot on social media right now is in your time at Kaiser Chiefs, and you talk about marketing, you talk about brand identity and brand loyalty. Just off the top of you, I, I remember over 12 sponsors. That letterhead would come through inviting us to media days, this and this, and I would see across that page about 12 to 15 sponsors. How many were they that under your guise, your guidance, your leadership Kaiser Chiefs had? Uh, all of them. I, I, uh, when I got there, when I got to Chiefs, and we were still with Iwiza, yeah. and we turned that around to to we turned that to Vodacom, kept Iwiza on the sleeve. So Iwiza was one that was there already, as you know. Sure. You know was the took, biggest. Took over, yeah. yes. Um, but then from there, Vodacom, Hollard, Nike, all of them were signed. Was at some point Greyhound? I mean, there was uh, a bus company. Not Greyhound. Um, there was a bus. Um, not Translux. It was uh, yeah. Intercape, yes. Intercape, that's yeah. it. I, I remember there was a bus company Correct. that was there. Correct, yeah. But even when you get to that detail, my goodness, it's, you know, it, it says a lot because any brand would then be willing to throw their association. But it wasn't just coming with that. It was coming with the power of what the brand means and also the success on the field and hence the trophies were coming over Correct. within that period. Yeah. Maybe. And, and, and it's, it's, it's no slight to what happened before and what's happening now, but within that period, the turnovers on the field were just as massive. It's important, Robin. I say this to any football association or club, and as you know, I, yeah. on Tuesday I was in Tunisia uh, speaking to North African clubs. It's important for the whole organization to be working as one. Yeah. It's very important. That, that success... Uh, starts from the top all the way to the bottom from the from the chairman to the receptionist you know when you're building a brand your receptionist needs to answer that phone the correct way those small little things small gains um, assist and our sponsors at the time were so happy with the club we used to we used to really over deliver yeah. and under promise and I think that's key when you when you sell into a sponsor under, under promise and over deliver. And over deliver. Correct. All right. So anyone that's uh, doing a marketing one-on-one, one-on-one course, uh, that is one of the key factors uh, that she does highlight. So when we come back from the break, uh, we'll go into our final journey, our final stretch. Amy Casaletti Pualia, uh, optimized CEO, my guest, so many successes, and you know you've succeeded even when people involved in the communications departments of other clubs are starting to send messages. I'll read those through in just a second. Send us your WhatsApp voice notes. 0607080484 and we'll talk also about what she's just mentioned now UNAF Union of North African Football that's where she was earlier this week in Tunisia Hashtag MSW live now. on 947 Vuma FM, Rise FM and Soweto Live at the same time Hashtag MSW Previously on Marawa Sports Worldwide 
He is the SAFPU, South African Football Players Union Vice President. Deboko, thank you so much. Summary from your side of the importance of what's happened down in Cape Town. We are grateful and we just want to thank FIFPRO uh, for allowing us an opportunity to work. It's a biggest achievement as a union. As a FIFPRO legal department, uh, they briefed us about, about, about a lot of things in terms of what is happening with FIFA in terms of provisions on female players such as your adoption leave, your family leave, your natural leave, your family-friendly environment to be created for female players. And we then extended and looked at the issues such as um, the emerging trends in, in women's football. Hashtag MSW. Hashtag MSW. It is hashtag MSW Mara Sports Worldwide coming through live from Durban and Tegunika Cassini. And one of the key factors is, I think, yeah, we're not on land, eh? No. So probably the first interview I've done, <laughs> which, which, has been, uh, which has been on water. So um, it's the first, first interview that we've done, which has not been on land. Uh, on water. Well, yeah, we're doing it on water. So for me, this is the first. I must remember this date, 23rd of November on a Thursday. Uh, coming through live, MSC Splendida is where we are. Um, it's Let us Matebula. Uh, we see you. Leadership is in the house. What a great human being uh, in reference uh, to our guest here. Rob Fleming, uh, we see you. Trust me. Um, I'm not sure if you're referring to the heat, but yeah, it is hot as hell here. Uh, <laughs> you know, just talking about the interview. So lots of comments that are coming through. Uh, I wanted to pinpoint one that I saw earlier on. Uh, it says... It's interesting that back then, Sundowns was wearing kappa and Chiefs was wearing puma when the Casalettis appointed or approached Kaiser Chiefs. Now it is the other way around. It says, please send my regards to Emmy. That's the marketing extraordinaire. This is from the Sundowns communications department led by Shupi. And uh, I mean, it comes from the highest office of the team that is really dominating the African continent right now. Yeah, unbelievable. Sundowns is an unbelievable force and kudos to them for what they're doing. Um, but interesting that uh, Puma, Chiefs was with Puma and uh, yeah, that, uh, I hadn't thought of that. Good one, Shupi. <laughs> it's, it's almost a, a flip around on, on, on so many different fronts as well. But when, when you talk about the different travels, the association and what you've done for individuals. I mean, right now, in terms of world tennis, KG Monjane is a personality that we know, uh, is an individual that is winning, whether it's Wimbledon, US Open, you name it, she's there at the top. Where and how does that fit into your many roles, but also just how you change people's lives? Yeah, to, to quote uh, uh, Nelson Mandela, but uh, not verbatim, but he did say, you know, our, our lives are, are what we do for others. It's not what we do for ourselves. And yeah. KG is a perfect example. KG came to us in 2018. She was ready to give up. She wanted to give up tennis. And your colleague, Lebo, uh, called us onto the show, onto the, uh, yeah. onto the other radio station show, yeah. and asked me to talk about sponsorship. And when I was finished... She said, well, if that's the case, why doesn't KG have one sponsor? She's just come back from Wimbledon. And I quickly had to Google her because I didn't know her. Sure. And um, 
Long story short, we accepted to take her on pro bono, know that we don't make a cent from KG. And she came the next day and she just bowled us over. She was, she's just the most amazing human being. And um, we, we, we knuckled under, we put our heads down, and within two months we'd made two million rand for her. Wow. We were able to, to get her onto a plane to go to all her. We got her a new wheelchair. We, I mean, we just continuously improved, improved, improved her life as yeah. much as we could in order for her to perform uh, better. And, and, you know, what is marketing ultimately? Ultimately, marketing is improving your brand as much as possible to make it as valuable as possible. So we, we improved her brand off the field, because obviously <laughs> we can't help her perform. We improved her brand and made her more valuable, as she's just one sports personality of the year. And, you know, when, when we went out to look for sponsors for KG, we were adamant that she was a champion. We sold her as a champion. Not once did the word disabled, wheelchair come out of our mouths because sponsors want to hear the positive story. They want to come on the ride with you. They want to see your vision. And they want to see, you know, the underdog. Everybody loves a potential champion. So we sold her as such. And, and you know, KG's doing really well now. We've got sponsors flying in. And, and she is the most unbelievable person. She takes all her media interviews. She's an unbelievable force uh, of, of nature. I mean, KG is just my favorite. Um, and I know, and I, 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 I mean, I'm full of praise for you for doing that. One of the major things, and because we're just trying to condense everything because of time, your, your life story, your journey uh, warrants one thing. And a human being, I don't want to mention a name, reminded me early on, when are you writing a book? No, that's, I've still got long to go. There's no, still a lot no, no, of no. things to happen. You love football, right? Yeah. There's first half and then there's second half. So when are you writing the first half? No, that's, uh, that's not on the cards. Uh, I've got to think about that. No. I'm, I'm not that important. Come no, on, I'm, I'm not backing off. You are very important uh. because yesterday, just last night, on the same ship, you were in back-to-back -back conversations with the man that runs and rules over the country that we live in, the president of the country. I, I don't even know whether I'm even allowed to ask, but I, I know that th there was something big that you're informing him about your involvement, which has now been rubber stamped and given the approval from the highest office in the country. Yeah, I mean, th this is a key moment for me. Uh, the president wrote me a letter to um, appoint me on the board of, of Brand South Africa. Um, which means that I'll be assisting the, 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 the current uh, uh, leadership that's there in marketing our country, which is a bit, probably the biggest brand I've had to, I've had to market. So wow. I'm proud to say that uh, President Ramaphosa has appointed me to that position. No, sorry, just say that. We weren't, we weren't listening. President Cyril Ramaphosa has appointed you to be the what? A board member, a trustee on Brand South Africa. That's deserving. Trust me, that is deserving. And because you know that the Marawa Scorpions never ever just believe things, I saw it firsthand, uh, but then I've also seen it. And I am not the president, but I can tell you that he said that I'm pleased too. And in terms of clause 5.1, read with the clause 5.21, of the trust deed, Brand South Africa Trust has emerged and the trust deed appoint you as a trustee of Brand South Africa Trust for a period of three years from the date of issuance 
of a letter of authority from the master of the high court and it goes on so th this is this is factual this is massive and I have a feeling that this three years is going to be too long. They're going to need to make it a lifetime appointment. Thank you. I'm so excited about this appointment. I can't wait to get started on this. Sure. Yeah. All right. While she's blushing, let's listen to her good voice evening, notes. Good uh, evening, Mr. Marawa, and good evening to Oma Mubalwa, Nkulumanes Matafen. Mr. Marawa, it's quite uh, amazing to hear the history of Oma Mubalwa and what she has done. Uh, in terms of uh, football. I think uh, to the young ones who are ambitious to be part of the beautiful game in future, I think uh, she's uh, their role model, you know, because what we know is that football is for the men. But uh, if you look at the history of her and what she has done, I think uh, they can look up to her. Thank you, Mr. Marawa Kutro. Wow, thank you so much, man. Thank you very, very much indeed. Spongeleni, maybe a, a quick response to that because I just think all it has and it says is positivity. And I think it's taken aback because when I ask for your book, it's not because I'm too inquisitive. Maybe I am by nature, but I just think that you're an influence. You can change so many people's lives by virtue of your existence and what you've done for other people. Thanks, Rob, and, and thanks for that. It's uh, quite humbling uh, and inspiring. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I've been around for a long time. When I started in the 80s, uh, in the middle of apartheid, we, you know, we couldn't go into the townships, but I was there. And, and what, what I must mention that stood out the most for me is that whenever I was with my friends in the townships, I was always made to feel like a queen, and vice versa, my friends are made to feel unwelcome. So sure. starting from that premise, I think that, that gave me even more mm. uh, uh, impetus to try and, and, and make a difference. And I'm happy to, to know I can say I have. Well, he might not have been living in a, a South African township, uh, but if there's one thing you stole in this country, you stole the heart of a legend of the beautiful game on this continent. The, the great, the current, the future, Kalusha Boilia. And, I mean, I've seen you guys a gazillion times together, spent a lot of very good quality moments in 2019 at the Africa Cup of Nations. And that in front of me almost felt like, it was almost like a, a Netflix movie playing itself out in different dimensions. I don't know, maybe in a minute, how do you describe that bond and what has it signified to you here today in 2023? It's an absolute perfect combination. In fact, everything I talk about, it's a perfect combination. He's on the field uh, expert, I'm over the field expert. Yeah. When we watch football, he, he talks about technical aspects, I'm looking at the branding around the field. And, um, you know, he is just the most wonderful man. He's just the most unbelievable man, and it's uh, he's easy to love. So uh, you know. Uh, King Kalu, <laughs> I know you're listening to the show, man. But you couldn't be with us, yeah. Um, now Shigaga on Twitter says. Emmy's name is synonymous with football here in South Africa. Uh, she's ours and we are celebrating her because she belongs to South Africa. May she continue with her good work in sports. She is SA's kid, period. 
Shigeka, thank you so much indeed. Uh, staring at me is, is literally, uh, you know, he's the big boss, he's the host. Uh, we're here because, you know, he's engineered a couple of things, eh? He <laughs> he's, he's trying to teach me a little bit of Italian, uh, like I think Verv and, and Amy have through the years. Stefano Bigaretti, good to see you, man. Welcome. Ciao, Robert. You know, what can I say after, you know, you've, you've, you've mentioned so many good things that Emmy has done throughout the years, which I think I've known you for all those years. Uh, we've been friends for all those. Uh, you know, I can't really say much. You know, I'm just a humble, yeah. you know, sports analyst at the best of times. But that's what I and need from you. Time. But that's what I need from you. Sorry, you want to say something quickly? Yeah, what I want to say, it's important to say about MSC. Yeah. So, um, as you know, one of my clients is the Nelson Mandela Foundation. I do all their fundraising. And MSC have been an unbelievable donor for the foundation. They help us all the time. They're there for whatever we need, for all our programs, for all our golf days, our, our annual lectures. So, so big, big, big ups to MSC and the most amazing partner. So you read my mind. She's a true marketer because that's how I wanted to marry this conversation. Is what, no, no, no. Is <laughs> basically what we saw and heard yesterday, the presence of the president that was here. Uh, you know, we, we, we launched one of the most magnificent and named after Madiba and the Nelson Mandela Foundation, as Amy says. Why has it been so important, that involvement for MEC to, to link all of this up? Well, I think it's uh, it's important to link with the with the country that you that you are in, and uh, and to recognize uh, the person that he was uh, through you know sort of obviously a, a, a device that is going to be known and it's going to be recognized by especially tourists and holidaymakers, and obviously uh, for us in the cruise industry, uh, you know the, there was really no better. Um, person or value, because Emmy also talked about the value that Madiba gave us, um, to, you know, sort of uh, to, to marry the two things. And, you know, we're trying obviously our best as MSC Cruises and MSC in general as a brand in, in Africa to, to help wherever is needed. And we found uh, definitely a, a, you know, a good partner in the Nelson Mandela Foundations. And obviously with our MSC Foundations, we are also trying to do our, our bit with the with uh, you know ferry ships, uh, medical ships, and overall mm. helping out you know the you know the ones who have got less um, in in this great continent of ours. And I'm glad you're not talking to me about soccer because after we talk so many so many important things, uh, it really would diminish the conversation. But to, M MSC sponsor yeah. sponsor Napoli, they sponsor Formula One, they yeah. do so much yeah. uh, sports sponsorship. Yeah, we, we thankfully we have a good chairman that loves sport. Unfortunately, you know he sort of favors the wrong teams. But what can, you know, that, you know nobody's perfect. But it's fine. We we are actually yeah, it's, it's sponsoring quite a lot in the in the with Chelsea. You know, we got Bayern, we got yeah. Genoa, we got Napoli, we got AC Milan. Um, you know, the, the most important team has uh, been overlooked, but it's okay, it's fine. It's, uh, mm. You know, we won't talk about Inter Milan, but it's fine, we won't talk about yeah, but it. Yeah, but Italy as a whole, they've managed now to qualify for the Euros, finally. Just, yeah. just, 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 just controversially, just, but Thank let's you, leave Mr. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, you know what? Compliments are coming through from former Casa Chiefs legend, Fanny Madita, who's just sent a message. <laughs> Tabo, that you know very well, uh, you know, yeah says yes we want that book it has to come out very very soon and of course hubby dearest he says 
you know what? Of course I'm listening to the show and I'm loving it. And I'm loving my wife. Thank you so much, Emmy. Thank you for coming through. Thank you so much.